Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, today, we're going to talk about how God is on your side. Man, this revelation hit me today. The Lord is fighting with us. You know, one of the, the, the lies of the devil that he tries to convince people of is to get you to feel, especially in your faith walk, when you're going after something specifically in the word of God. If you didn't listen to the last one on uh, called Always Moving Forward, it'll help you. But when you see something in the word and you decide, Lord, I'm, I'm, you've called me out to go to a promised land. I'm journeying to that promised land, whether it's the promised land of my health, the promised land of my peace of mind. Isaiah 26.3 is a promised land. It says, I'll keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. And so if you don't start in that journey, well, I can't keep my mind on God all the time. Well, you, you try. You, you begin in that journey. You may not make it the full journey in one day, but you start. But for many people, the devil wants you to feel like you're alone, that it's just you fighting. You're out there by yourself. But if you remember, when the Israelites walked from Egypt, they came out of Egypt, they were delivered by the Lord. They were brought out by the Lord. They were fed by the Lord. Even when they were in rebellion, when they didn't enter into the promised land, the Lord still protected them. Pillar of cloud by day, pillar of fire by night, that their shoes didn't grow old. Even, even in their unbelief, he still took care of his people. But so the devil wants to make you feel like you're the only one. No one else is doing this. He tries to send voices of discouragement, people who will come and speak against it. It's actually, the Bible says this will happen. If you look in Mark 4, and it talks about the sower sows the word, right? Some falls on by the wayside, and the birds come and grab it. The next one goes in shallow soil, and, and the sun scorches it. And it's talking about what? When the word that's sown and the devil steals it out of your heart, uh, or steals it right away, comes and contradicts and steals the word. The next one is is one that's received with gladness, but persecution comes on, on behalf of the word. What does that mean? There's many people who got born again and touched by God, and then they went back and they said, yeah, I'm going to church now. And someone they looked up to said, bro, you're going to church. You're an idiot. Church is for, you know, whatever. Somebody who just persecution arose, and then they said, at that moment, they said, I'd rather fit in than have this. And so persecution arises. When you, trust me, when you make a decision, I'm going after my perfect health. When you make a decision to do that, there are going to be voices to discourage you. Why? Because that's what the devil does. If the voices don't come, you're not serious about it. So just expect it. When you're going after peace of mind, man, how about this one? Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing. When you decide, I will on the earth before I'm in my glorified body, I will have, I will walk anxiety free. I see it in the word. I see it in the word. When you do that, there's going to be people, oh, that's not really realistic. It's actually a proven medical fact that you have to be anxious. No, it's not. The Bible said, be anxious for nothing. You can live anxiety free. I want to tell you, I live anxiety free. The Lord has brought me into the promised land of anxiety free living. No money concerns. No, no worry about the future. No worry about what the future will hold, what churches will have me in to preach. No concerns. Why? The Lord has raised me up and he'll open the doors and he'll provide. I'm in the Lord's army now. And so you, you, you go after it, but the devil tries to convince you that you're going alone. So let me read the verse for today. Deuteronomy 31. And I'm going to read to you from verse six. It says, be strong and of a good courage. Does that sound familiar? Maybe Joshua 1. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. 
For the Lord your God, he it is that does go with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. He it is that does go with you. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of a good courage, for you must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them, and you shall cause them to inherit it. I love that word inherit. We have an inheritance. Even right now, begin to thank God for your inheritance. You know, when Jesus died, he gave you an inheritance. It's eternal life. It's freedom from shame. It's freedom from depression. It's, it's, it's where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. It's perfect direction all of your life, knowing exactly where to go. By the, the, the Lord says, my sheep know my voice, and a voice of a stranger they won't, that you won't follow. It's perfect health. The, the Bible says, I am the, Exodus 15, 26, I'm the Lord thy God that heals thee. Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. It says, by his stripes you were healed. These are things in the word. It's called your inheritance. It actually already belongs to you. You access it. In the same way, if someone said, hey, you've got an inheritance of $150,000. It's in a bank account. The next question for you is, great, how do I access the bank account? You wouldn't just be like, okay, cool, and hang up the phone. You'd be like, yo, what's the PIN number? What's the like how account number? Which bank is it? How do I get in? Right? So it's, it's about access. And so even, even now, thank God. Father, I thank you. I thank you for my inheritance. Thank you that I'm, that I'm called to be full of health, called to have peace of mind, called to have impact. Thank you for the inheritance of souls, of eternal fruit. But he says, I would cause you to inherit it. Verse 8, and the Lord, he it is that does go before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you, n- neither forsake you. Fear not, neither be dismayed. That word dismayed means discouraged. The devil works in discouragement. The devil actually, hear me on this, the devil can't stop you from getting healed and walking in health. He cannot do it. He can't physically stop you. He can't prevent you. Healing is a transaction between you and the power of God by your faith. The devil can't, but what does he do? He discourages. This is taking too long. He discourages. He, he lies. He brings deception. Oh, you know, to be healed, you, you can't be healed. You're, you're not really that good of a Christian. You know, you know what your past is like. You can't be healed. He discourages because he knows you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. If you knew the truth, that you're the righteousness of God in Christ, then that lie wouldn't work and you'd be free of that lie. But the devil deals in discouragement. And so for us, you take the word of God to encourage yourself. This verse encouraged me this morning. It, I, the Lord your God, he it is that does go with you. Hallelujah. Hey, I got the Lord on my team. If you went to the basketball court and you were going to play a game of three on three and you looked and there were some pretty big dudes on the other team and you're like, man, I, I'm not that great. How These dudes, and you see them shooting around and they've all got pretty good shots. One of them can dunk. You're like, man, this is tough. And it's you and your buddy. And you're like, what are we going to do? And then you're like, we need to find a third person. And you look over in the crowd and you're like, hey, anyone want to play? And out steps an NBA player, out steps Steph Curry, right? Out steps Kevin Durant, out steps one of these dudes, Zion Williamson, right? And all of a sudden you go from, man, I was feeling pretty bad about our chances to, bro, we got, an, we got LeBron James on our squad. <laughs> He's going to dunk on everybody. We just, just get LeBron the ball. We be, we'll be all right. What is God is on your side. 
God is on your side. When you go, you don't go alone. God didn't send Abraham to the promised land. He didn't say, hey, go to the promised land. He said, I will take, he called him out. Hey, come to me. I will be with you. That's the great promise of the Bible is that God is with us. Emmanuel is God with us. The, the Holy Ghost is God in us. I go with you. You may face a circumstance tomorrow where you say, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I honestly don't know. That's when you say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. You pray in tongues. You stir yourself up. And then when the time comes, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Lord, you said my sheep know my voice. You know what to do, Lord. You have a plan for the situation. Speak to me, Lord. Show me. Show me. Give me a word of knowledge. Give me an understanding. Tell me what to say. Lord, I don't know what to do. Lord, help me. That's the power of God. It's actually not fair. The Bible says, he that's perfect in knowledge is with me, is that the Lord is on your side and he's there to help you. Many people just don't look to the Lord for help. They look to the arm of the flesh. You know, it's good to have people in your life that can counsel you, but there comes a point where people can't counsel you anymore, where you just have to say, Lord, if you don't show up and help me, like I'm finished. I don't know what to do. You've got to help me. And the Lord will show up. Why? Because the Lord is on your side. The Lord is on your side. I want to encourage you today. It doesn't matter what situation you're looking at. It may be ill health. It may be uh, circumstances. It may be a storm. It It may be a sickness in the family. It may be a financial situation. The Lord is on your side. Father, you're a good God. I'm calling on you. Lord, help me in this situation. Lord, I don't know what to do. Lord, you're God and I'm man and I need your help. You said my sheep know my voice, a voice of a stranger they won't follow. Lord, I thank you. I know your voice. I'm listening, Lord. Speak, I'm listening. Speak, I'm listening. That's why your prayer language is so important. That's why praying in tongues. Why? Because it it turns down your mind and turns your spirit on to hear. God doesn't speak to your mind. He speaks to your spirit. And so you'll put, there'll be a little voice on the inside. Do this, do this. Hey, no, don't do that. Have you ever had that where you're like driving? You know, there's many things we don't know what we missed, but God directed us. You ever have it where you're driving and you just feel, man, I just need to go this way instead. And you go that way instead. And it could just be the Lord's directing you around traffic. But, but there's people that are listening to this that have missed car accidents, that have missed bad situations. They've missed things that, that could have come your way had it not been for God's hand in your life. Even things that you thought were like, man, I was late. You know, the, the kids took long. Uh, this happened. This got spilled and we were, we were late. And then you see an accident that happened. And you never know. Like the Lord will help you. The Lord will keep you. He'll make his face shine upon you. The Lord is going with you. I want to tell you whatever you're facing tomorrow, the Lord is with you. The Lord is on your side. The Lord is for you. The Lord, the Bible says that God delights in the prosperity of his servant. If you're serving God and you love the Lord, he loves to see you prosper. He's going to help you. But welcome his voice. Lord, help me. In my work, Lord, help me. There were times when I was in sales and the Lord would help me. I'd call out to the Lord. I remember one night, I I write them down sometimes. I write down the testimonies. It's good to do. I remember one night I was working in this neighborhood and it was, um, there'd been some like, I guess, weird door-to-door people would come by and some people were treating me super strange. And it was like, I remember it was 9.17 p.m. and I knocked till 9.30, 9.17 p.m. And I didn't have a sale. And I'm, I'm like, uh, one of the, the, the top reps at this point, like, if I don't come back with the sale, it's not a good thing. And I remember, Lord, you, I said, Lord, you said you would send rain at the proper time. There's a scripture that says he'll send rain at the proper time and bless the work of your hands. And I just said, God, 
You said you'd send rain at the proper time and bless the work of my hands. Lord, it's 917. Father, bless the work of my hands. Lord, now is the proper time. Father, I'm calling out to you for a sale. I'm calling out to you for a sale in Jesus' name. And I go and I knock on the door and these dogs start freaking out and they're barking, they're barking, they're barking. I'd been at the home earlier and the wife acted like semi-disinterested, but she's like, ah, you got to talk to my husband. And I knocked on the door, knocked on the door. These dogs start barking. I'm like, oh boy. Homeowners at night who have dogs, like for some reason, the dog barking past nine o'clock, they just don't like it. But this this guy answers, or I don't remember if the wife answered or he answers. They're like, yeah, my husband's here. Come talk to him. And I go inside and then he they've been looking for an alarm system and it was perfect timing. And then, and they signed up and then the technician came out and it was like 10 o'clock at night, 1030 at night. It was crazy. And the Lord answered. Why? Because the Lord is on your side. He's one cry for help away. Father, it's the appointed time. Lord, I don't know. You said you'd send rain at the time, the proper time. I don't know any other time that's more proper than right now. Father, move on my behalf. I'm asking you and see what the Lord does. He's faithful. The Bible says, I love the Lord because he heard the voice of my supplication. When I cried unto him, he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. This is the God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Hey, hallelujah. (laughs) Man, I love the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening. If you've uh, enjoyed the podcast, please share it on social media. That helps. We love you. We'll see you soon.